Now, this episode, we really got ahead of ourselves because it was conceived as a response to the what we felt would be the inevitable backlash. And cancellation. <laughs> and cancellation of uh, the hardcore uh, Clerks fans. Like, people going, what happened, man? This, this the cartoon is not nearly what the movie was, blah, blah, blah. So we made an episode where we were like, yeah, the cartoon's not what the movie is. And, um, if God, if only we got to episode six. But also, we called it on the script episode six or the last show ever. The last show which ever. Which wound up being profoundly true. What's the matter, Spit? By the way, a neat little thing, which is, you know, you reuse characters for background things. So that in that Natalie pan, Natalie is there. <laughs> Natalie from The Facts of Life. And gentlemen, Randall. Is Kevin showed this episode down at the big San Diego Comic Con, which. Where it went over like fucking gangbusters. They were so thrilled they to thought see they were in the, the cartoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in the building that's pictured in the cartoon. But the funniest part was before the show came on before we, we showed the episode and I was just speaking there was a guy in the front row who asked essentially this question right movie, here clerks but I think your show sucks hard this is a uh, Kevin McDonald from the kids in the hall who just hilarious with all the monkeys and when this when the, when this started playing in in the hall I think it became even funnier because a kid had just asked essentially the same question, and he looked like a real chump. So if you're listening, son, you were a chump. <laughs> and this is, uh, was Brian Posehn? Brian Posehn, who, who does the voice on, um, if you watch on the internet, um, Superhero Roommate. And he's done a whole bunch of, I think I think he's done a lot of shows. A lot yeah, of, he's been on news radio. And he's on Mr. Show also, and he's in the Mr. Show movie that they're doing. He's hilarious writer, and uh, he came in, did a couple of voices for us like that. It was great. Clerks was great. Sports so was Night sports was our night. arch nemesis for some reason while we were making the show. And I think that had more to do with you than anything else. I think you were the real anti-sports Yeah, guy. I just hated that show, <laughs> and I hated the idea that somehow a sitcom that was so unfunny could be claimed to be somehow better than shows that at least attempted to be funny. <laughs> But now I'm obsessed with uh, The West Wing, so it Do carries it? on. I love watching it because I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron Sorkin, thank you. Hello? The running gag, of which we never mentioned, was this. Dante in his room. Every episode. Waking up in different starting, places. Yeah. But this is a well, well oh, this was what animated so well, sequence. Chris. Yeah, I like to make a show that looks like this. The funniest thing Chris, was... you should be hired for Matrix the cartoon. <laughs> this was our other spinoff. <laughs> but uh, the Matrix wasn't out yet in uh, in uh, video, mm -hmm. and uh, I had a bootleg from someone at Warner Brothers we that also, I wasn't real, supposed to have. Real quick here, we actually uh, animated Dante naked and then mosaiked him out afterward. <laughs> did you, so do, there was did real, you do me justice, man? Did you uh, do me justice? Uh, so there is hey, that Kevin, footage. I think you should feel that. We had very clear direction on it. Uh, I was like, play it honest, yeah. boys. <laughs> what a day. All you did was So he put Brian and a storyboard artist in a room. I was doing research for our lawsuit. So the idea, I remember the idea here was we were just trying, at first it was conceived as like, let's do it all in black and white. Like do one episode in black and white. Right. Then we said, well, you know, it's not really going to work in black and white TV. And, and the network really wouldn't let us do it either, if I remember correctly. But, um... We also said, well, let's do it everything in front of the counter. Like, shoot the whole thing, like, well, animate the whole thing just taking place behind the counter. But then we eventually settled on just them not going outside the store. Right, and the idea that this incredible thing that going you would on think outside. an animated show would show you. 
Um, Which I believe was one of the shows we pitched as well. Yes, we did pitch that. An episode where they're just inside and all great things are happening that you just hear about. Right. And I'm not sure if that idea holds completely perfect through the second act, but in the third act, when Jay is running back in every time, it's absolutely really worth, you know, the music is speeding up and the descriptions of what's going on outside. It was, uh, Jason, it was one of your best things. And this is the Muse smoked out voices. Right? Yeah, it's the same day. Alan Thick, want to go check it out? Well, I guess I got time. It is just across. Which the street. it sounds not nearly as bad as the um, the hey, network version of Mallrats, the guy that looped your voice for that. Holy hell, that was bad. Caitlin? Neo. <laughs> this is Kevin Richardson approximating. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. If you don't leave me alone, I'm calling the cops. Um, after the, at the end of this episode, I'm, you know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably watched the episode first anyway, so you know the joke is that Jay and Bob are drawing the episode. Um, that, that was, that we did our read-through, and uh, we were leaving, and, and I didn't hear it first person, but I heard from Jeff that he was standing by the elevator door, and... Um, I was in the elevator. In the elevator. You tell the story. Uh, I was in the elevator after we had done the table read for this, and like you said, at the end it becomes apparent that Jay and Bob were drawing the cartoon the whole time, and I'm in the elevator, there's sort of four or five of us in there. One of the network accountants says... Was he the accountant? What no, was he's he? a lawyer. He's a business affairs guy. Jerk off, fucking, was, fucking thin mustache, fucking lawyer. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but we're in there, and he very sarcastically says to whoever he's with, Oh, I get it. Jay and Silent Bob were drawing the cartoon. Ha, ha, ha. And that, at that point, we requested he never be allowed to another read, but and we so never had another read. The joke was on us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that fucking jerk. I love that hat. It was sort of like in the cartoon when the NBA team leaves the elevator and I'm standing there going, was he talking about us? <laughs> it was very similar. What are those? Tickets. But he was aware he was in an elevator with the cast of the show. I was yeah. pressing the buttons <laughs> yeah, for the I was floor. And I was standing right next to him. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, I didn't see you there. It was like, hey, great read through. So that's... Uh, he was what? just a fucking slimy jerk-off, like, ch- animal child rapist <laughs> is what he was and still is to this day. Tell us what you really think. Oh, if I could just say his fucking name. Kevin Richardson was really funny here, doing the crazy girl voice. <laughs> yeah. And then the switch. We were arguing about, not arguing, but we were trying to figure out, like, is it funnier for him just to make the switch on a word or the way he did it there, which was kind of going into the regular voice like that, which was really funny. Let's go back to that thin mustache lawyer. (laughs) Fuck, I hate that guy. Child rapist, you mean? Yes, the worst fucking, the worst aspect of the whole show. Of everyone I hated after this thing ended. And I hated all you guys here. But I really hated that fucking lawyer the most. I think uh, he was radically promoted after that comment. He was, and like he's oh. like the head now or something. And he, I ran into that fucking jerk off again when I was in New York. <laughs> I was in, it was such a missed opportunity. I'm such a pussy. I was in New York, uh, staying at a hotel, and I was doing press for the show. The show was airing the next day or something. And I was up in New York doing press, and uh, the wife was like, "Let's go down to the to the bar." She wanted to get a drink. We went down to the bar, and that fucking jerk off was there. And he was looking at me when he was with the party people, and he's looking at me, and I'm I'm fucking no, he's looking at me and shit. And I'm sitting there going, I should get up and fucking say something to him. And then he comes over to me and he's like, Hey, man, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
ready for the show to air? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't really talk to him. And we left a minute after that. And Jen's like, you were really curt with that guy. And I told her who he was. And, and she was like, why don't you say something to him? And I was like, because I'm a fucking pussy. You didn't get laid that night, did you? No, no. <laughs> she was like, you're so much less of a man than I even thought. Just big props up to Brian Johnson there. And big ups to Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan reprising their role from other flicks we've done. Congrats to Brian Johnson. From Brian Johnson, who directed a flick called Vulgar, which just got picked up. One of my favorite lines there, you guys are like 23 stop with the sleepovers. <laughs> the other weird thing was, uh, we'll have you know that uh, Naked Robber was one of Gene Roddenberry's favorite party games. Right. It was originally, originally, it was Steve Allen, I think. Yeah, it was Steve Allen. But since Steve Allen is alive, they they were and notoriously and notorious <laughs> litigious, they couldn't we couldn't do that. So since poor Gene Roddenberry's dead, we went for him. We went for him and added the Star Trek music there, which was a nice touch on uh, Jim's part. Except Caitlin Bree and Dan Whiffler. And which means that had the show ever aired, we would have been aired at um, Star Trek conventions the countrywide. But uh, that was happen. really the dream. Yeah, if we could get, because that's the thing. What you want, you want like when your career dies out, you can go to the convention circuit and and pretty much make a, make a living off that. And we could have done the Star Trek rounds, us and fucking Sulu and Lou Ferrigno. That's uh, Julia Sweeney, uh, Pat from Saturday Night Live and a whole and her own what? woman show. Yeah, I never told you that. No. Oh yeah, she's a friend, so we brought her in. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh yeah. It was nice of her to come in and do that. No, that wasn't it. Oh yeah. See the thing. That, that just brought a hush to the room. I'm just, a, I'm just like, thinking. That, I'm, I just my brain is just going crazy. Like we had a friggin' busload of like pretty high talent, you know. And, and, it's just and you like, never worked with them in the same room. Yeah. No, that that's a big one. And then and secondly, it was just like God. You would think everybody there who did would come up to bat for us. It was it was really cool that a lot of people that I guess we knew, for lack of a better way of explaining it, were really gracious about you know just coming in and lending. Yeah, because they weren't fans. They yeah. hated the fuck. Movies and the scripts were atrocious, <laughs> and we were incredibly unprofessional. We were hitting on people and stuff, but it just—they were very. This, this is my getting? proudest moment in television. I only have a few, but putting these pinheads in this cartoon was fantastic for me. And this is uh, this, this is, is from Freaks. From what's his, what's the guy's name? Todd, Todd Browning. Todd Browning's Freaks. And the voices here are Mark McKinney and Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall. Um, which was a very fun record because uh, Mark McKinney came in and did it in New York and then Kevin listened to what Mark did and then did his thing and then his comment at the time was that Mark McKinney was just basically doing the chicken lady, um, which was very funny. Just yipes! But this was theirs. This was like a, this? Originally, they were supposed to read this straight, this part, but then they did it in this, voice, this voice, which made it even funnier. People were miming this line throughout the studio for weeks after the, the tape hit. <laughs> Poor <back>. bastards. <laughs> One of us. That joke will return. Um, Tante's parents came by to check on him. I remember I gave you um, real big props. Like, I remember we were after the read of the script. I said, like, it's so funny that you that you put that line in. And the line was, like, um, uh, later on when Jay says, uh, two pinheads that look like your parents. And I was like, that was so fucking funny. Or like, you wrote that. <laughs> I, I remember like, that, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yours. Charity? <laughs> yeah. Only don't cost I, I admit I had not I have not seen the movie Freaks and this was one of those things. This is my equivalent of Patrick Ewing. The, score, the sports joke. The people that loved it love it. And I'm just like, it's not me, but glad you like it. 
that when we showed it at the San Diego Comic Con, it, it had that weird effect of like the people in the audience who knew it thought it was hysterical. And there was like 5,000 people in attendance watching the episode, which is great. If you're ever going to watch the show, watch it with 5,000 fucking fans. But um, a good pocket got the joke and laughed. But since they come back again and again, everyone else you started start to laughing laugh as later, well. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, those pinheads are back. <laughs> Dude, Caitlin's cheating on you. That's a great read, yeah. I couldn't help but monitor your conversation. Did we pass? I think I hate her. <laughs> That's my favorite delivery of yours in the entire six episode run. I think I hate her. It was. It happened just after Jay popped out for the last time. Why? Their plane went down on top of his building. That and when he, and then Jeff follows up with electric boogaloo. And the, the animation on the fingers was great. Because <laughs> it was very unclear what he was electric boogaloo. It was like a combination of he was He's doing like so the electric much for Dante boogaloo. and Caitlin too. Electric boogaloo. And the fingers are going. <laughs> using the hands. Oh, you're Ron. How much you got in the register? Are you crazy? We can't beat the And there, here, up here comes a nod to the movie where we're, we pan up to the roof for the hockey scene. Right. Only not. <laughs> this was a show that, like, you really had to um, see the movie to appreciate every joke, I thought. And I remember this was the one we got the most notes on. Like, yeah, the they, network people they didn't did not get it, it at all. And they were like, look, I guess go with it because you think it's funny, but I, I don't get it at all. We did one or two little things, like we had the Caitlin thing run through it, which I think helped it a little bit. Yeah, they wanted but, a lesson in this one yeah. as well. But, uh... Quick step. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's for you. I think it's your dad. Hello? Is your refrigerator running? That's the oldest one in the book. Neo, please, let me tell you about the Matrix. No, Coming up is 69. <laughs> that, was, that was something that came out, I think, of the first read was, and we included it almost every episode, is your little Randall laugh where you're like, <laughs> <laughs> We just had you do that. When in doubt, Randall yeah. should laugh. It's like, I don't know if this joke is funny. Have him punch it with a laugh. <laughs> Genius. That's my real nervous hitter. <laughs> but isn't this guy supposed to be a master hacker? He probably figured out a way around Star 69. Trust me, if I can't get around Star 69, no one can get around Star 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you were never a fan of the iCup joke, Mendel. Not my favorite. <laughs> iCup is a real fucking grammar school fave of mine. <laughs> and I was proud to get that on a network television. <laughs> I would not stand in the way of it. No. <laughs> Technically, it really didn't get on network television. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so I win. <laughs> Curse is spoiled again. Bye. Good. That was our faux Clinton. We didn't get in trouble. I forgot that guy's name too, but he actually does this Robert Stack voice also. He's the same guy. That was my favorite effect, by the way, the light coming in the window. Oh, I thought that it. was really neat. <laughs> you mean those we, icicles we, we, growing vertically <laughs> off the window? We sent that back four like or five times, times to retakes. Boy, God, that it came we back. don't get Chris Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you have light out window. <laughs> so those were the freaks. Do you sell guns? Six Emperor B. Arthur. And that's Caitlin. That's, the that's Lisa Caitlin, Spoonhour. Yeah. What happened to the hole in the window back there? It's sealed. <laughs> what happened to the hole in the window? There's a bowl of rice on the counter behind there, which wasn't written in the script. Draw your own conclusions. Director Han. When he says, <laughs> when Clinton says, can you. Something for me and your show, Chris Mary. <laughs> Something I could have rap that. 
I was just gonna say when he <laughs> when Clinton there says, "Can you still see me pee?" When the guys at the sound studio did the mix of this, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if anyone ever got to see it other than Chris and I. They added a giant long pissing sound. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, "Can you still see me pee?" And then a zipper went down, and then he urinated for like a minute. Is that on the track? It was, and it was hilarious. And then we had to get rid of it. Mm. This was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, watch their hands. Watch coming their up. hands. It's like yuck. We're holding hands, and now watch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't so bad. She's one of those huggy chicks and kisses. This is, uh, I think, this is Mew's finest hour in this yeah. episode. This is the best. And the music, just listen to the music too. It just builds and, it, and builds. It builds and escalates and speeds up. Was making out with everyone whose name starts with the letter J. As we head toward the end of this, which is the end of the show, um, is there anyone we're forgetting? Anyone we should give shout-outs to? Boy, I hope. If we did leave you out and you were involved with this and you didn't work for the what network... What was the other director's oh, name? The other director's name. There was... No, Steve Loader. Steve, Steve Loader, we got... And then Terry Shikasha was her color model. She was awesome. Oh, and our and editor. Natasha. Our editor. Yes. And his name was... And his name was... Well, he was great. John. Is John. 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 John was really great and patient. John. John and Jennifer. John and yes, Jennifer, his assistant. John had done uh, Buzz Lightyear. He'd worked on a lot of stuff. Yeah. He had a little mementos all yeah. around the editing room from other shows that he'd worked on. Cartoons. He really was great about just cutting it tight and yeah. helping us fix all the Korean errors that Han inflicted upon us. And I remember, too, that um, the show, like the first show was timed out longer than 22 Wait, minutes. Jim. So we had to start cutting episodes back before they went overseas. But... Being that the animation and in the editing got very tight, we'd wind up with shows that were shorter than 22 minutes and stuff like that. to the body of a gorilla to save him from becoming a vampire. Anyone else we're forgetting? We can talk about that fucking thin mun mustache <laughs> lawyer again. <laughs> but why bother? How about Jay Muse? Yeah, Muse, man. Big ups to Muse. Couldn't yeah. have done it without him. Don't be a player hater, Muse. Anyone else we're forgetting? Hey, yeah. Sometimes we'd play some hockey on the roof. Or Trying to think. My wife fucked me all through this process, so big ups yeah. to her. All of us, actually. <laughs> yeah, so that was great. She, after she was done with me, she took on everybody else. And that's why I think got some of the best performances out of people. I think we need um, Affleck was supposed to do the King of Canada and never came through with that for yeah, us. We cut so. That was another episode idea we were going to do the following season. Yeah, the whole King of Canada, which was like an Aladdin ripoff. Agreed. Dude, I think But so. all the casting, oh, what's his name? Dave uh, in casting, Dave. Dave Wright? Dave, Dave Wright. Dave, Dave, really Dave Wright, who at one point tempted in Silent Bob's voice in, in the second... Uh, the second safety tip, yes, remember that? Yes, was much funnier than you. Yeah, it was so much funnier. <laughs> we wanted to use it almost. It was so good. We were going to just That's fire Silent Kevin. Bob. That's Silent Bob. We know our art coordinator, Bob. Wade. You know, big comic book fan. Yes, Wade. Wade. Comic great. Store. He actually did a bunch of incidental voices in this. Then we left a couple. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the kid. Yeah, he was the kid in the, the yeah. safety tip. What an idiot. And and then he was the, uh, the guy who got his heart ripped out. Oh, was he that too, the yeller? Asian porn stars. Uh, Jamie was always good at. Yeah, we meant we meant Jamie helped us get a lot of people. And didn't Jamie was Jamie the voice of the doctor in the, yes, first, in episode? the first episode, oh, yeah. which sounds a lot like Kelsey Grammer, but it, it's actually Jamie. He has that kind of same deep voice. 
The guys look so great in these costumes. All right, you slap artist. Yeah, we were really hoping to win a GLAD award off of this show because we were such a gay-friendly show. Yeah, our humanitas. Our humanitas. Um, we mentioned Angela. Yep. Got By the John way, this Bush. is sort of a duck amuck parody for those who don't know. But anyway. Yeah, if you've never seen uh, Duck Amuck, the Chuck Jones uh, cartoon in which... Essentially, the same thing is happening to Daffy Duck, and at the end, you find out Bugs, Bugs Bunny's gone. And we were actually going to shoot that. the final scene live action, yeah. but we we didn't. We never did it. Ran out of money. Yeah. Ran out of money, and also, I think the cartoon version looked better, which you did all in-house. That didn't go over to Korea, right? Yeah, yeah, that looked real good. See me? I'm always in there trying to steal the credits from the Koreans. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm that. like, you did that in-house, right? <laughs> Fuck those Koreans. <laughs> that was a good shot. You did that in-house. Caddyshack 3, the shack is back in oh, black. We get, all get to yeah, appear here. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, that's true. We're in here. You'll see. There's me. There's Mosier. Brian Kelly's with the game. Dave Steve is sleeping. I'm Steve. sleeping. That's Steve Luckner. There was drool coming out of your mouth, and damn it, it didn't show up. Oh, I'm video. sorry. I, do, I drool a lot when you I know, sleep. I, I was very specific about that. And if you look at that book, it says How to Write Cartoons by, what's his name? Seth MacFarlane, our other arch nemesis. Yeah, family guy. Piece of crap family guy. Which is still on the air. It yep. was Emmy nominated Emmy nominated shit. If you're gonna I love how he comes out of the chest, by the way. Us in a cartoon with some chicks, so maybe we could score. <laughs> this was something they had a problem with, too. They're like, you can't do the exact Josie and the Pussycats right, outfit. So but I this looks so close, everyone like, got exactly, it, too. Exactly. It's triangles instead of polka dots, and, and that the ear big, shapes are big different. Big San Diego screening <laughs> and the college appearances I've taken this to. People know that. People get it right away. Brother. This is humiliating. But we should point out for the record that this may not be the end of Clerks the Cartoon. Dun dun! Looks like we're heading into making Clerks the Animated Feature. Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Yeah. From the boob tube to big screen. Ain't I a stinker? So look for that somewhere in the near future. Please go see it. We'd really like to prove a lot of people wrong. Yeah, <laughs> especially now that like animated films can be nominated. They have their own category, yeah. right? That's right. In the, this in is the, our, in the literally academy. our only You can be hope. an Oscar-nominated cartoon now and get your own little award. But thanks, guys, for watching who did watch. Peace. You know, J-Muse. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah. Constant support. Good writing. Bye. Everybody. Oh. Oh. At the very end. We got to the whole thing. That'll be bleeped. Ha, ha, ha.